Welcome to the Confident Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly D. Parker, speaker, consultant, and self-proclaimed introvert who stumbled upon the cheat code to captivate audiences and command any room. Each week on this show, I'll share tips and tools to inspire you to communicate with power, charisma, and awaken your most confident self. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Thanks for spending some time with me today. You know, with so much going on in the world, I hope you're staying well and staying focused on what's most important. This is the Confident Speaker Podcast. This is a place where business owners, professionals, speakers, and leaders learn to communicate with confidence. If you talk to anyone about anything and you want to be more effective doing it, you'll soon see that you are in the right place. You know, I'm a firm believer that anyone can learn to communicate in an impactful way. Me personally, in real life, I'm an introvert, like keeping to myself is pretty much my thing. It's my favorite thing. But even being a child, since being a kid, I've been able to fine tune a certain skill set around communicating with confidence. And so I firmly believe that communicating in an impactful way is not necessarily something that you're born with as much as it is a skill set that you can master. I believe that these are skills that you can learn if you want to. And I believe you can learn them with the right information and the right support, hence this podcast. So I've been a speaker for more than 15 years and I've shared with thousands at colleges, churches, nonprofits, and a number of different organizations over the years. Not only that, for over a decade, I've been in the corporate space, spending much of that time presenting to senior level management. So I created this podcast in an effort to share tips and tools that I've learned along the way that can support you on your journey to effective communication. Plus, we're going to have some special guests along the way that I'm super, super excited about. So I want to let you know some of the topics that are going to be coming down the pipeline on this podcast. They include storytelling how to organize a captivating talk, how to project confidence, and also speaking up at work, things like conflict resolution and negotiation. So get excited. I hope that you are ready to be along for the ride that we're going to take as we learn more about how to communicate with confidence. So considering where we are in the country right now, in terms of the pandemic and how much of our communication is now taking place virtually, I wanted to kick things off by talking a little bit about speaking with confidence on virtual platforms. So I want to talk about how to get over your fear of speaking on social media. So all my side hustlers out there, all my business owners, all my entrepreneurs, all my fellow thought leaders, this one's for you. If you've got a product or a service or a brand and you know the power of online video, but you just can't seem to press record, This one's for you. If you know that you've got a lot of information that could be helpful to someone else, but you just can't seem to put yourself out there online, I'm talking to you. Maybe you've tried to do a little bit of online video and you felt like you didn't connect. You just felt so uncomfortable and the whole thing was so stressful that you're just like, I can't be bothered. Well, if that's you, I'm talking to you. So as for me, over the past few years, I've been able to reach more than 42,000 people online. I've spoken live to camera to over 20,000, and I've hosted multiple webinars and virtual workshops. Not only that, I've been invited to be a keynote speaker for several virtual events. 
But the main thing is I've attracted clients and additional speaking opportunities through online video content. Now, why am I telling you that? I'm telling you that because I was able to accomplish that and I don't even like speaking online. Like I do find it uncomfortable to sit in my room and talk to the little dot camera thing on my phone. Like that's not my favorite, but I I was able to master a couple of strategies that I want to share with you today that might be helpful for you. So we're going to begin to talk about how to get over your fear of speaking on social media. So before we dig into that, I want to just lay out why is online video so important? Like why even venture down this road? Well, I think there are a couple of valid reasons. The first one is that people are watching them. People are watching online video. HubSpot found that 45% of people watch Facebook or YouTube videos for an hour or more every single week. Not only that, according to social media today, a third of the time that people are online is devoted to watching videos. Number two, video allows you to connect in a way that you just can't with words. There's something about hearing a voice. There's something about someone looking into your eyes. I think we would all agree that that allows you to build trust and credibility in a way that you just can't with a long post of words. So that trust and that credibility is key for us that want to build a brand. We want to build a business. We want to build an online presence that makes a difference. Video can be such a powerful tool to that end. And finally, online video leads to sales. It leads to results. One study cites that 64% of consumers say that watching a video on Facebook has influenced the purchasing decision within the past month. So that's letting us know that the videos that people are watching are influencing their behavior. But knowing all that, knowing the power of video, let's be honest, it can still be very intimidating to press record on social media. So that's why today I wanna unpack seven ways to get over your fear of speaking on social media. So let's get into it. Number one, if you wanna get over your fear of speaking on social media, first of all, you need to put your fear in the trunk. Put it in a trunk. Now, what do I mean by that? Imagine that you're in a car and there's someone driving, but instead of you driving, it's your fear. And your fear tells you what to do. It tells you where to go. It tells you when to turn left. It tells you when to turn right. It is calling all of the shots. I think we would both agree that's not healthy, right? But now imagine that same vehicle. And now imagine the fear in the back seat. So it's still in the car. Now it's not driving. You're actually driving, but your fear is a horrible backseat driver. So you're trying to move forward, but then you have this fear breathing down your neck, making you doubt yourself and trying to control you, even though it's not driving. That's not healthy either. What I want to encourage you to do is put your fear in the trunk, like pull over, pop the trunk and put the fear in there. And this is why I say that many of us are waiting for us to not feel any fear at all, to like feel totally ready, totally confident. And that's when I'm going to post on social. That's when I'm going to record videos. When that day comes, I'm going to take over the world. Well, I'm here to tell you that day might not come or you might grow very old waiting for fear to be totally eradicated. Right. So in a sense, you're going to have to accept that some fear is going to be there with you, but you can't let your fear run the show. 
And one way that we do that is take action in spite of our fear. So it's understanding, you know what, you're, you might feel nervous, you might feel uncomfortable, but you know what, your feelings don't have to dictate what you do or don't do. So it's not realistic to say that you're just going to take your fear and just throw it out of the window and it's just going to be totally separated from you. But you can't say, you know what, I'm going to put you in a place where I can still move forward, even though you're still in my life. And another thing is, and we'll talk about this in, you know, future episodes, but fear is a powerful tool. And so I say, keep it on hand because sometimes you might want to go ahead and pull it out of the trunk and use it for your benefit later. But that's a whole nother topic. But for now, I want you to understand that if you want to become more active and more present on social media, understand that fear might be a part of the equation, but it is not the start of the show. So go ahead, put it in your trunk and keep keep moving. That's the point to keep moving, even in spite of your fear. Now, one way that we do that is we adjust our focus. The fear is present, but it's not our focus. So we do that by learning to adjust our focus to more important things. So what's more important than our fear? We're going to begin to talk about that. So number one, put your fear in the trunk. Number two, I want you to start viewing yourself as an expert. Start viewing yourself as an expert. For some of us, that's a stretch because we're used to thinking like, well, who would listen to me? Well, I don't know. We, we struggle with a lot of self-doubt, but I want you to flip that and begin to look at yourself as an expert. When I say expert, I'm not saying somebody that knows everything. When I say expert, I'm talking about somebody that knows enough to help somebody else. And so if you've got this aspiring, budding, or maybe even established business or brand or, or what have you, whatever platform you're looking to build, chances are you know enough to help somebody else in some capacity. So start viewing yourself through that lens as an expert. Now look at it like this. You're an expert in a particular you know, subject matter. How would you look at somebody who was an expert as in they could help other people with their knowledge, but they wouldn't do it because they were afraid as in they had everything they needed to help somebody, but they refused to do it. You would probably look at that person like, man, that's selfish or like, man, why are you focusing on yourself? And sometimes that's what we fall into when we let our fear dry. It allows us to just be so consumed with ourselves that we forget there's a bigger picture out here that involves other people and how what we have within us can move other people forward. So a way that we put our fear in the trunk is to shift your focus from you to who you can help. Shift your focus from you to who can my expertise move forward. And it might not be obvious at first, like a lot of times the expertise that we have seems so natural to us, we think it's not a big deal. But I'm going to encourage you to even just sit down and make a list. Like, What are all the, the things that I could help somebody do? What are all the things that I could teach somebody to do? And it might come easy to me and it might feel like no biggie. But wow, what, what if I could move other people forward with my expertise? When we start focusing on that, the fear, even though it might not disappear, it kind of fades into the background and allows us to move forward. So if we're going to get more active on social media, you need to put your fear in the trunk. You need to start viewing yourself as an expert. And number three, I would encourage you to get clear on your goal and strategy. Get clear on your goal and strategy. So by that, I mean, you have to ask yourself when it comes down to online video, why am I doing this in the first place? What am I after? We need to define what is success and what am I after? 
So here are a couple questions to frame that up. So as you're thinking about online video, is your goal to be perfect or is it to make an impact? Is your goal to go viral or is it to gain credibility? Is your goal to get likes or is it to get prospects and build relationships? So as we look through the lens of a business owner or a thought leader or what have you, you got to understand you don't necessarily need everybody to quote unquote like your content for you to be successful. Because if your definition of success is, you know what, I'm using this platform as a strategy to gain relationships, to build credibility, to position myself as an expert, to make contacts and potential clients. Then just by doing it, just by showing up on video with valuable content, you've already met your goal. But if you're not clear about what your goal is, then you're going to be looking for this outward validation, right? You're going to be looking for everybody to quote unquote, like it, right? And that's not necessarily the same as a business strategy. So you also got to know this, your impact can't be fully captured in likes and comments and things like that on social media, because, and you've probably done this yourself, people will take in your content and they'll just watch. They might not say anything or they might not react to it, but they're still being impacted. That's still another touch point between you and them. That's still another opportunity where you can create more trust and build that credibility. So me myself, I have never had a viral video or anything like that, but I definitely have people that reach out to me um, for opportunities because they see some of the content that I've created online. So all I'm telling you is you have to define for yourself, what are your goals? What is success in your eyes? And that will kind of help you transition from being fearful to being very strategic. Another thought I want to drop on you is understand that one is just as important as many. There's a story that's told and you might've heard it before. It's about a shepherd and he had a hundred sheep. And as the story goes, one of them wandered away and he left the 99 to go get the one. And one of the principles we can pull out of that story is the one is just as important as the many. What if your message is just going to impact the one? What if there's just that one person that's struggling or that one person that just needs to know what you can share with them? Are they not important because you did or didn't go viral because it didn't touch this, this, the masses? Right. You know, sometimes the social media environment that we're we're in kind of shields the reality that one is just important as the many. And honestly, sometimes you have to be consistent in just impacting the one or impacting the two as a precursor, as something that happens before you are positioned to impact the many. So here it is. When you get clear on your goal and strategy about why you're showing up on social media and why you're doing what you're doing, it frees you up to stop worrying about what the wrong people think. Let me say that again. When you get clear on your goal or strategy around why you are engaging online video on social media, you will be able to stop worrying about what the wrong people think. Here's the thing. You might not be for everybody and that's okay. You don't need everybody to be for you for you to be successful. Think about somebody like Howard Stern. If you're familiar with him, he's known or was known as like the shock jock, right? Like a um, radio host who would say these outlandish things. And there are lots of people that don't like him. 
I don't necessarily care for him, but guess what? He does not need me to like him for him to be successful. He's found his people and all he needs are his people. So all I'm telling you is if you've got this, this pie in the sky thing, like I need to be successful. Like I don't want to post video cause everybody might not like it. You don't, you don't even need that. Like put that out of your mind learn to be a little bit more strategic with it. Like, okay, well, I don't need everybody to like it, but I am going to position myself in front of some key people on purpose to start to build that relationship and be more visible. So again, that's diverting you from fear, right? So here's the thing. We have to decide if, you know, online video around social media, is it going to be a tool to build your business or build your brand or build your platform or what have you? Or are you trying to use it to boost your ego? Because I tell you, the internet is a terrible ego booster because they might love you one day and hate you the next day and all the things, right? And so we have to learn how to get our sense of self elsewhere, but show up on social media because it's just a strategy. I'm using it to build my business or build the impact that I want to have in this earth. So that's number three, just being really clear about why am I showing up? What is my goal? What is my strategy? And understanding, even if you're just impacting one person, that is value. Number four, fourth way to get over your fear of speaking on social media is to have a plan. I don't know about you, but anytime I have a plan, I feel more in control. I feel more confident because I kind of feel like I know what I'm doing. I'm not just ad-libbing, right? So plans tend to build confidence. So plan, when I say plan, I want to encourage you to come up with five topics. I don't want you to think in terms of like one off social media video, but start thinking about more than one. Start thinking about multiples because it's going to help you gain momentum. It's going to help you get in motion. So I want you to think about five popular topics as it relates to whatever your business or brand or platform is. What are people asking you about as it relates, you know, to your area or what's what's popular right now? What do people want to know? You know, what are other people in your space posting? Can you do something similar, but with your spin on it? Right. So when we're creating a plan, we want to create it around adding value for our audience. Adding value means what are the things that people want to know that can really, really help them like right now, right? So even in that, you see that the focus is shifting from me and my feelings and my fear, not focusing on that, it's shifting to delivering value to my audience, it's shifting to serving other people. So we want to create a plan That's going to allow us not just have one off videos, but to have some sustained consistency that we can build from. Okay. Um, These next few tips are pretty practical. Okay. So number five is do it with someone else. So think about, can you have someone else join your Instagram live or your Facebook live, or, you know, kind of do a recorded video with someone else, because then you're getting that person to person interaction, right? Because that's one of the reasons that speaking online is kind of difficult because, you don't get that human interaction. You're just kind of hoping that you're coming across, right? So one of the ways that we can address that is to invite other people into the space. So my husband and I do a live every week on Facebook um, related to our church. And it's really helpful because we can kind of feed off of one another. And so that's a really practical way to just get yourself out there online and just kind of get in motion. Number six, this is important. Write this down and do it. (laughs) schedule and tell 
schedule entail? What does that mean? The first thing is schedule. So we're talking about online video, this and online video that. But the real question is when, when you going to post your video, like, like when, when are you going to do it? Like pull out the calendar and let's pick a date. Like, when are we going to put these ideas in motion? Because if we're not executing, what are we doing? I mean, let's be real, but going along with scheduling it, don't keep it a secret. I want you to tell somebody, tell somebody who, you know, is going to keep you accountable. Somebody that's going to keep you honest, somebody that's going to remind you of what you said you were going to do. And I promise you that is a powerful tool in moving you forward in just about any area of your life, setting a concrete plan of when and letting other people in on it that will support you in meeting that goal. And my number seven tip for getting over your fear of speaking online is to remember that you can delete it later. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Like if you tried it and it just, it, it didn't, it didn't come out. Like it just, it, it just didn't. It's okay. You can go ahead and delete it and, and no one's going to be mad at you. But you're still closer and closer and closer to your goal of showing up on social because you went through all those steps to get there. You're better prepared the next time to do the next video and be able to keep it up, right? So you're still moving forward. So those are my seven tips for getting over your fear of speaking on social media. I also want to offer you a bonus tip. Tip number eight, and it might go without saying, but I'm going to say it, prepare and practice, prep and practice. Can't say that enough. So here's the thing. The first time you do anything, it's going to feel scary. I don't care what it is. So when it comes down to speaking online, you want to do as much as you can beforehand to make it feel like you've done it before. Meaning you want to hear yourself say the words out loud, meaning you want to use the video app on your phone and record yourself speaking beforehand and watch it back, right? To kind of see for yourself how you're coming off. Like as much as you can emulate it before the actual moment, you want to go ahead and do it because now you're coming into the moment a little more prepared and that leads to, to more confidence. The other thing about being prepared is you want to be clear. You want to be so clear on what you want to say. So before you press record, you want to know really, really clearly, what do you want people to walk away with and be able to boil that down to a couple sentences? Like, what do I want people to walk away with after I'm done talking? Okay. So once you're prepared on those fronts, it really does a lot to once again, you're focusing on implementing and you're not focusing on being afraid. You're just focusing on getting this thing done. Why? Because the people that need to hear what you have to say are more important than how you might feel about it. That's good. <laughs> so if you're serious about showing up more on social media in terms of video, I want to encourage you to grab my communicate with confidence checklist. And what this will do is break down for you what to do before, during and after anytime you're speaking online so that you can project your most confident self. So it's really um, simple cheat sheet that will help make this whole process a lot less stressful. And we're going to include the link to that in the show notes. So go ahead on and check that out. Now we are going to transition into a segment we'd like to call Ask Kelly. And this is where I answer your questions about communicating with confidence. This segment is brought to you by Virtual Speakers Bootcamp. This is my high level six week coaching intensive that gives professionals, entrepreneurs, speakers and leaders who struggle to connect with online audiences, tools and strategies to communicate with confidence and engage virtual audiences time and time again. Students get a deep dive into content such as storytelling, virtual presence, how to structure your talk, 
and confident delivery. If you're looking to enhance your virtual communication skills and on-camera presence right away, visit kellydparker.com and apply today. That's kellydparker.com forward slash virtual dash speakers with an S dash bootcamp and apply today. So on to today's question. Today's question comes from Rachel. She says, hi, Kelly. I've been invited to speak online at a live virtual event alongside some other speakers. The only problem is my time slot is just five minutes. How do I make the most of my time? Well, Rachel, this is a really good question and it comes up a lot. You know, if I don't have that much time, what is the best way for me to structure the words that I say? So here's what I would say. I would encourage you to include three things. The first one is you want to find common ground with who you're talking to in some sort of way. So you want to find a way to get them to feel like they get you and you get them. So if you had more time, I would encourage you to tell a story of some sort. But five minutes is like nothing. So we're not going to go that route. We're going to go with kind of like a general statement. So let's suppose you were speaking to a group of moms, right? So if I was speaking to a group of moms right now, I might talk about the reality of being you know, around your family 24 seven during this quarantine and how much you love your kids, but you're drained and you're frustrated, right? So I'm letting them know, like, I get you. And part of the reason I get them because I'm a mama in quarantine, right? So want to just set the level with that, that common ground first, then you want to move into the body of it. And you want to focus on some very actionable, quick tips, like things that they can implement right away, things they will find super useful. So Again, going back to the moms, I will probably talk about three ways to keep your kids entertained this summer, you know, considering our situation or perhaps, you know, self-care as a mother, you know, how do you engage in self-care when your family, um, you know, is around all the time, you know? And so these are things that they're going to be almost wanting more like, Ooh, let me, I want to try that. Like, okay, that, that means something to me. It's very clear what's in it for me. So when you don't have a lot of time, you just want to focus on what's in it for me and just making it really actionable for the listener. The third thing you want to make sure to do is have some sort of call to action, right? So you want them to be clear on how to connect with you afterward or how to have that next touch point with you. Because hopefully if you've done this in such a way where they're wanting more, they're going to want to connect with you, right? So when time is short, you want to find common ground. You want to focus on quick, actionable tips that mean something to the audience that they can implement right away and make sure that you incorporate a call to action so that you can stay connected with them, okay? So that's our question for today. And if you've got a question for Ask Kelly, just email it to me. Send your question to info at kellydparker.com and I would love to answer it on this show. So today we have covered some tangible ways that we can work through our fear so that we can show up online for the people that need us. Now that you've got that down, let's talk about how to engage your online audience and keep them interested in what you've got to say. We'll talk all about that in the next episode. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Confident Speaker Podcast. If you found this content valuable, make sure you subscribe and leave a review to help others join the Confident Speaker family. Thanks again and see you next time.